Welcome back to Geek Show Arcade. Yeah. Nailed it, Tony. Where we play where we play Baldur's Gate exclusively. All Baldur's Gate all the time. Or is that I'd just like me? to own it someday. You should get it. It's totally worth your time. Yeah. Why haven't you know. got it yet? Why not, haven't you got it yet? Not only that. Come on. It's one of those games that needs to be purchased uh if only just to support a fantastic development team that deserves money for what they did mm. even if you don't play it for 130 hours like i did sometimes i feel you like know, I don't i'd like know to say they... the same thing about elden ring so uh when you guys buy elden ring i'll buy baldur's gate deal does, but does does elden ring have the same amount How of ending, potential ending, endings and choices no not even close not even it's elden not a game about choices or story it, it's a game about forging your own adventure however you want to play it though i actually so. have an article about a, oh i didn't put it on here never mind hmm. Well, about you a game don't like have that. an article. I might, actually. I might have it in my email still. Anyway, this is the Geek Show Arcade where we talk about tech, I mean, games that use technology <laughs> and game-related things. Oh, man, sometimes I go, into, I go into cruise control and my brain just shuts off. Let's start by introducing our illustrial, illustrious panelists that, that are here. Uh, James and Lando are... On assignment for various reasons, and uh, Lando was last minute, so it's just three of us. Uh, let's start with Jaren. Hi, hi, hey, Jaren. I'm Jaren. Hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, hope hope you're doing well. And uh, that's it. I'm Jaren. Goodbye. All right. Hey, it's Owen. Uh, for yep. the love, guys, bring the energy. Up. I'm sorry. Come sorry. On. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, follow me on yeah. Follow me on follow me on tw on what do we call it? Zitter Twitter Twitter twerks. But why would people oh, do that, Owen? When you don't tweet, what? Why? Why follow you on Twitter? Because it makes I'm no sense. Because for for the street cred, you don't even reply to people. No. I don't yeah. have to. So I why supply... do you tell people to waste their time? Why do Why listen, do they trust listen, you? Listen, because if they follow me. Somebody else is going to be like, whoa, they follow tech at Technoan and it gives them street cred. I don't have to post anything. I just have that level of street cred that people want it by just following me. Okay, I don't know you're if talking street out of your cred. Bask in my bask works. in my glow or stand in my shadow, but it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I don't think street cred works like you think street cred works. I don't think it doesn't work like I don't think it works. Oh, I'll tell I'm, you who has I'm confused. I. Uh, you know who's not confused? Our host. No, I he actually confused. tweets. He's an actual good follow on Twitter. <laughs> no, right? I'm at, a good follow. At I'm Quad T Tony. And Blue Sky, it's there. At Quad T. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, do we have any emails? Indeed we do. Email. Got an email from Argo Spurton. He says, Yo. hey, gamers. Interesting times now at Sony Game Studios as they have had some very big games this year and the PS5 is selling well. Very weird then to see so many execs getting the axe or retiring from Sony Game Studios. This has been echoed in other studios mm. they have purchased or are involved with laying off staff. Just yesterday it was reported that Bungie was laying off employees and that the final expansion to Destiny 2 was going to be delayed till June from February. Yep. For a live service game, that can kill your population. What are your guys' thoughts on these recent developments with layoffs occurring across the game industry when we were having a banger year with great games? Is this the beginning of the end for live service games? 
Argos Burton. Well, Argos Burton, uh, I think you're right. The live service games live and die by their ability to consistently put out quality content. And mm -hmm. if the devs aren't doing that, then people are going to move on to the next thing, you know. And I can't remember, did we talk about Bungie last week? I think we did. I think we did, yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, myself included, have come to the conclusion that Bungie has really fumbled the ball on pretty much everything post Halo, unfortunately. They've done the only, the thing that they still do well, consistently well, and it's the only thing saving them is their game mechanics as far as the uh, first person shooter gameplay. They do that really well. But their storytelling ability uh, post Halo is trash. If you ask me, they were kind of a first mover, though. I mean, not really, but for the modern, no, they were. You're you're absolutely right. They were they were the first big twin stick first person shooter game on the consoles, and they were able to parlay that into a lot of successful Halo games. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, even with Destiny as as a live service, they were kind of oh. the first mover in the, in the recent crop yeah, of live yeah. service games. I could see that. Yeah. That they also they also had a uh, an advantage in that aspect too, but yeah, you, tell me how I start Destiny two if I haven't been playing it already. You know, how do I know what the lore is? How do I know what the story is? How do I know who the characters are? Like, like I I have no idea how the upgrades even work in that game. No, and they keep changing it around and then d d deleting things that you've already earned and then bringing them back and like. Yeah, Sony, are, well, I feel bad for Sony because they purchased Bungie last year for like $3.6 billion or some ridiculous amount. I, so I feel like Microsoft's just laughing right now. Like, yeah, we seriously. pressured them into buying Bungie and look what happened. Yep. Anyway. So what, so what content have, like, so live service update, like, games, they require content after content. Like, yep. what did Destiny do? Were they adding, were they, was it patches? Was it cosmetics? Like, it characters well they would maps, always like every like what is it uh i think once a year they'd have a big expansion and then mm. they'd have several events throughout the year that uh, are usually related to calendar events you know like a halloween event a christmas event etc et halo, halo infinite kind of does this too right like yeah halo infinite does it a little bit not to the extent of right yeah like bungie they, they went as far as like you know adding a whole bunch of stuff to the hub area so that it looks like it reflects Christmas time or Halo or a Cause Halloween. Because Halo, Halo did that a little bit. You could get a Santa hat. Yeah, you know, you know a couple of cosmetics. Ears. Yeah. But all that appealed to is the uh, the people that get on to grind, the uh, right. the strikes and, the, and play the multiplayer. You know, like as far as right. anything story-related, Destiny has it's junk, you know. Yeah, um, well. But well, the games to, that, well, the games that do it well are the ones that don't have to rely on a story. That's your Fortnite, and actually, Fortnite has a story every time they do it with uh, their all their crossovers. They do, but anyway, back to the email. Yeah, back to the email about his thing about the layoffs. I I don't think it's video game specific, like that industry. It's just what it's very it's volatile. Been. It's just what the how the economy's been the last year. Like yeah. right. during the pandemic, it was higher, higher, higher. Now the pendulum's swinging the other way, and all right, let's get rid of the extra people that we figured right. out we don't think we need anymore. The market can bear it. Well, and we found out too that 
especially in California and the big tech companies in California, they were hiring people just to, to bench them. Yeah, just to keep them off other competitors' payroll so that they had how nuts is that? Yeah, they were just poaching resources basically to, you know, collect collecting Pokemon cards. <laughs> like terrible, terrible business uh structure right there. So yeah, that's and don't get me if wrong. I'm one like, of the, if I'm one of those developers though, I'm loving that. Right, like. Well, it depends bit. on the personality. It frustrated a lot of developers because yeah, they true. actually want to work. They want because they're because they're also they a little do bit stuff. like artists, right? They're, yeah. They they want to get their work out there. Exactly. I get that. But for me, I mean, I'm right at that cruise through life. <laughs> no effort. I can't say that I would uh, disagree of, with that either. Path but, uh, of least resistance, where I'm just like, you just want to not have me work over there. Okay. Deal. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Yep. So how long will yeah. this last? Two years? All right. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. It's two years That's, of it's easy almost, street. It's a little bit of resume poisoning though, because then you have two years with no actual accomplishments on your resume. Yeah, that's true. Makes it harder for you, but I get that's it. That's true. And even though I am dogging on Bungie hard the last uh, couple episodes, I do feel bad for the people that got laid off. That that yeah. freak that sucks. You know, that's I'm not celebrating but that with in them, any way. Were they in the, did Bungie do the growth phase or do you think this is like kind of looking towards something bigger, like maybe foundational cracks, I, you know? I Could think be that too. I think it's more the foundational cracks because how, how do you justify, you know, laying off people after you just got a $3.6 billion infusion, you know? Right. Right. So what are you what are you hedging for yeah exactly yeah it's not really an infusion it's more well, like the people the was, investors into bungie got a lot of money and the actual workers they're well, part of saying. a larger company now and they have to reach think, unrealistic do goals it, do you right. think that it was sony's decision to lay these people off or do you think it was bungie i bet it was sony's they're you like think we so? only need, oh, they're like we only need this many devs you think it was like work dupli like role duplication or something Honestly, maybe it wasn't Sony explicitly, but maybe Sony had targets for them that they needed to oh, reach. And Bungie was like, okay, we can't do this. We have to lay people off. That's right. probably the most likely explanation, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. If you ask me, I think I think Bungie should just be used at this point to make the other developers, uh, the other development houses better, help them with their like shooting uh, tech and stuff like that, you know? Help them help them branch out and make their stuff better because Bungie doesn't know what they're doing by themselves anymore. They're they're just meh. Anyway, thanks for writing in Argo Sporting. Uh, letter from Lang. He says, "Happy Halloween, gents." Fin finishing up on Spider-Man Remastered, and I'm very excited to hop on to Spider-Man Two. Oh, baby. Question for each of you, what superhero or heroes you wish was made a standard as high as Spider-Man? My vote, Uncanny X-Force or Invincible? You guys are the best, Ling. Invincible would be awesome. If they could make a video game as good as Spider-Man or the Batman Arkham games out of Invincible, that would probably be my choice too. No comment. I don't know. Well, enough. he wasn't saying a video game. He just said a standard as high as Spider-Man. Huh? He says, standard question of, for each of standard you. Standard of what? What su superhero or heroes do you wish was made in a standard as high as Spider-Man? Made like in, in a general. video game as high a standard as high as Spider-Man. He never said video game. Well, what else would he be referring to? I don't know. 
<laughs> no, comic I'm books and his video email. game email. Mm-hmm. Nope. Just Counter- like properties in general, movies. Zero comics, minutes for Jern. Well, then, video games. I still, I still go with Invincible. Either way. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Nope. Deal. We're resetting your counter, Jern. Zero minutes. I don't. I don't have a counter. I know. Dang it. <laughs> Owen, do you have any input on this? I don't. No comment. I don't want to sound stupid, and I don't know what Invincibles is. And at this point, I'm. Oh, dude, have you not been watching Invincible on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime? The no, cartoon. It's freaking fantastic. No. It is. It is super good. It's based off a comic book by Robert Kirkman, uh, who's the same guy that wrote the Walking Dead series, right? Okay. And the the comic book is, I think it's my favorite comic book of all time, actually. It ran for about 120 issues under Image. Image Comics published it. And it was uh, Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and um, gosh dang it. Why can't I remember the third guy who came on around issue 12? And he lives in Utah. He's a Utah guy. Uh, Son of a gun. It'll come to you. Yeah, but anyway. Mm, if only there was a service where you could just look it I'm up. I'm looking really up. But super, super fantastic series. It's an animated series on Amazon. It's animated right? on Netflix, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you need to check that out. Invincibles. Invincibles on Netflix. Mm. No, sorry, not Netflix. Uh, Prime. Okay. What did I say? Ryan Otley. Duh, Ryan Otley. Okay. Duh. Jaren, who would then you choose I, then? Then I vote with Tony. Oh, I, I don't have one. Uh, what do you mean you don't that, have one? After I don't, all of that. He just, I, X-Men, I don't really, dude. Yeah, I mean, I loved X-Men as a kid, but... You know great you know. Uh, Insomniac level game of X-Men, game featuring the X-Men could be? Oh, man. So good. It could be, it could, it could be fun. So Jaron votes Invincible as well. All right, three votes okay. for Invincible. Boom. Cool. Let's, let's get it done. Yep, thanks for writing in, Lang. All right, uh, let's talk about... We have a... another email. Oh, we got three? Well, look at that. <laughs> we're, so, we're popular. Yeah, which is fine, because today's you know a slow news day. Email. That deserves another one of those. Boom. Yeah, yeah there we go. Double shots. S- from Benjamin, uh, he says, Software disassembly is an interesting field. I'm not familiar what, with what they've been doing for Nintendo 64 games, but have a small understanding of how it supposedly works on oh. compiled executables. So oversimplifying it, software can be used to follow the pathways in a program and map out what is going on in a very generic sense. If you can prototype out what the structures are in a game, you can reverse engineer the code. Memory editing is roughly the same from what I've seen. You're locating an object or pointer in memory and adjusting it on the fly as opposed to changing at rest. No clip mode, as an example. That's typically an interaction of your character with the game object, be it a wall or floor, etc. Mm-hmm. IDA is one such tool used more for malware analysis. Unity slash Unreal, I think, are hardened against such manipulation using encryption on objects in memory and hardened encryption at rest. Nintendo 64 games might just be old enough at this point where they are easier to take apart. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Because we were talking about this last week. Perfect. Dark. We were saying how we, yeah, how would, how they re, how they reverse engineered that. Yeah. I think we called it decompiling and he mm. used a different word that's probably more Disas- correct. Disassembly. Disassembly. Software, yeah. software disassembly. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for writing in, Benjamin. That's, that's, 
interesting stuff right there. That crosses kind of into my field too with information security, which is really cool because he talks about IDA and the malware reverse engineering stuff. That's how they take that apart to find out what a virus is doing or something, a worm or whatever, malware. Mm-hmm. Interesting to use it. Somebody was like, I can use this on video games. Vidya. And here we are talking about it all right big news from uh nintendo live action zelda movie is officially in the works i'm glad that they're doing a movie of it and not a tv show are you guys getting bored with the constant eight episode tv series no i love it no i love them you like you that lo- format? you get long form storytelling versus yeah, one true. two hour movie especially True, with the- like will of time season two owen like the jaren I mean- don't do that <laughs> nobody it takes everything i have to hold back neckbeard owen and you know what you're gonna do and you know you're doing and i'm just gonna say you're right jaren would you rather have a will of time eight episode season or a movie uh at this point i'd rather have a dumpster with a fire (laughs) that i could throw them in What happened wow. to holding back on holding back <laughs> Neckbeard Owen? <laughs> it's out. He's out. <laughs> the hair is overtaking the microphone. <laughs> it, it comes up like a mask. Just yep. Uh, so yeah, live action Zelda movie, which is fine because Zelda doesn't really have a story anyway, so they can just make anything up they want that can fit right, the two yeah. hours. Lando just puked right now he just he literally just spat out whatever he well, was drinking. like some properties there's too much story to fit into a yeah. movie yeah this is with, with zelda those. i i fear there's too little story it's a to, blank canvas right just make it up yeah, yeah. To, to even run like an hour and 20 minutes to make this it could be to make it a zelda movie this is literally all that they have to have to make a zelda movie the is characters gonna be, so it's just gonna be like an extended gameplay trailer then they should probably. have michael bay yeah. do it because he, he doesn't really care about story anyway it's perfect oh, but or, or characters uh, he just cares about like explosions oh we can get better than michael bay uh i would say um the person you would want now we have a director attached actually but the person if i'm going down that route i would want is uh the guy that has done the last two or three fast and the furious movies oh justin man. lynn Je- Justin Jump, Lin. Well, Justin Lin isn't doing him between, anymore, but yeah, he would be oh, perfect. Jumping yeah, cars yeah. between buildings is totally realistic, so yep. shut your dirty <laughs> mouth. Okay. So this this is news that just came out today. Uh, the movie is directed by someone named Wes Ball, who actually has made some uh, higher profile movies. He did the Maze Runner trilogy, which okay. was not like those critically acclaimed, but still considered decent. They were and good then, adapt- adaptations of the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like the Wheel of Time. <laughs> hmm. But what I'm excited to see is his next project is coming out. He got tapped for Kingdom of Planet of the Apes, which is I'm the excited fourth. For that Francis. Yeah, if you saw the, the new trailer for it, it's pretty, pretty I, bad. That is a guilty pleasure of mine. The Planet oh, of the there's Apes. nothing guilty at all about they, that. Those first three movies yeah, are fantastic. They're great, but they're just kind of like kitschy. I don't know. Like some people I like the first one. Yeah, you I didn't like the second and third one? I, thought I they were like pretty cool. I stopped watching the second one midway through and I never watched the third one. I liked them all. Just like just like the yeah. So we got uh we got that going on. Uh Shigeru Miyamoto. Zelda's creator. If you've never heard of Shigeru Miyamoto and you listen to this podcast, I am surprised. Uh, he will serve as producer, just like he did on the Super Mario Brothers movie that came out this year that made boatloads of money and was actually quite good as well. Um, 
and he is co-producing with Avi Arad and that's Super another producer. name. Yeah, that's another name. If you don't recognize him then then you're just not paying attention cuz he produces tons and tons and tons of stuff. Um and a lot of it comes out or at least a lot of it that I know of anyway comes out pretty good usually. So he says uh this is uh <laughs> the quote. This is Miyamoto. He was tweeting out from the the Nintendo uh, tw- uh Twitter's account. This is Miyamoto. I have been or Miyamoto I have been working on the live-action film of The Legend of Zelda for many years now with Avi Aradsan, who has produced many mega-hit films. Miyamoto said in a statement posted on X, formerly Twitter, we might be waiting for a while for the move, however, because Miyamoto also said, it will take time until its completion, but I hope you look forward to seeing it. He's already so, been working on it for years. What gives? Yeah, I'm betting they probably don't even have the script done. They're probably well, working then what's on a even physics work- engine. <laughs> It's so, a movie. <laughs> what do you need a physics engine for? Oh, movie? they've been working on the story. Yeah, let's yeah. hope. Let's hope. Um, yeah, literally though, all you need for it to be a Zelda movie is the the characters from a Zelda game and put them in a land called Hyrule, and you can and make any master, story. And the Master any, Sword. Yep, Master Sword, Triforce, Ganondorf story. That's it. You can put anything you want in between all of those pieces, mm-hmm. and that's a Zelda story. Yeah, and you pretty much know how it's going to end already, and. So, yeah, and as the future, just keep bringing them back to life and make right. more sequels. Disney being, this up. That being said, though, I'm on board. I will definitely yeah. go see this movie. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's fantasy. Yeah. I'll watch any fantasy, yeah, especially yeah. I'm, I'm uh, Wheel of Time this. season two. This is a great Bro. season, right there. Bruh. Yep. <laughs> Tony yeah. liked it. I liked it. No, I he did. didn't. Other I Wheel know. of Time I, fans I, I know did. liked it. No, you didn't. I did. I Tony, no, you Sorry. won't. You won't. Oh, you you're you're books. the only guy I know that doesn't like it because of your I know inability two other guys, to. Or one that... other guy that didn't like it. Okay, is he a neckbeard I... like Owen? It was uh, my friend Todd Bagley. He didn't like. Oh it yeah, very he's much. A, he's a neck he's a neckbeard. Yeah. <laughs> Todd Bagley. I don't know if I like being in the same camp as Todd Bagley. <laughs> I, I mean, if, if Todd listens. if Todd listens to this, I love you, man. He used to be my boss. Oh yeah, Todd's great. <laughs> I'm giving him crap. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, all one right of the, yeah, so story about that i'll tell you guys let's uh move along to more nintendo news uh we got some little tidbits of information from their financial report uh this last week and nintendo switch sales have reached uh, i guess slightly surpassed 132 million units since it started uh sell, sales in 2017 i want to say yeah 132 million units. It's one of the most ubiquitous systems ever put out. Uh, Never go cross-platform. And it's... That way it, people have to buy your hardware. It grew 21.2% over last year. Like, yeah, why? Sales went why, why, why are you still buying it, people? I want a new one. Stop buying games. this old one. I really think we're going to get an announcement in 2024 about a new one. So, I, I um, hope so. I really hope so, too. And then uh, freaking, speaking of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom has sold almost 20 million copies. So think about that. That's an attach rate of like 15%. And for yeah. for a game on a game system, that's that's pretty high, especially yeah. when you consider that there's that only one system. DLC. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's <laughs> that aspect too, some might feel. So yeah, it's uh, pretty... Pretty impressive stuff there. Um, 
I think Nintendo's probably worried about the Switch 2 just because they have a very poor track record for following up massive massive successes with another success. They right. usually they usually end up whiffing it on after that and then having to build up again on the following iteration, but hopefully they'll do it right this time. Oh, let's see. Um Okay, this is a bummer. I, I saw this, and um, I don't quite understand why they're doing it, but Microsoft is uh, bringing the ban hammer down on unauthorized third-party accessories. Mm, yeah. I, I don't really understand why, why, but um, there's some unauthorized controllers out there, many for, like, the... Uh, uh, accessible community? What do you, what do you call them? Accessibility community. Accessibility. There we go. Community. Yeah. Um, and now Microsoft is banning those. They're getting a 0x82D60002 bug, um, uh, basically making it not unusable on, on your Xbox. Isn't that yeah. the opposite yeah. of what Sony's doing? Didn't Sony lean into the accessibility controller well, with that? No, Xbox did first, and they've done. they've been really, really good about that. And Sony just barely, I think, released its yeah. uh, its late its its more you know accessible controller. There's some stories coming out showing that actually in use now, and it's crazy awesome. It's pretty cool, yeah. Like to lower so that is, barrier. So is uh, Xboxes, but I think this might be a knock-on effect. Actually, I think they were just trying to probably bring the hammer down on unauthorized controllers that provide turbo uh, button turbo yeah. Like cheats unfair cheats in yeah. games in in online games but a knock-on effect on that is uh, that specialized controllers that aren't authorized by microsoft for accessibility reasons are now getting the ban hammer too i would be yeah, i would yeah. be surprised if i didn't if you didn't see an official they'll roll it back they have to roll it back or or an official you. accessibility controller come out from microsoft they already have one well they, yeah they, 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 oh they have one. Oh, okay yeah, yeah. I, I i just hope they make it easier for the legit companies um, but you're right, Tony. They're likely doing this because there's cheat devices out there like the Cronus Zen that really make it worse for other people playing multiplayer games. So yeah. on the one hand, it makes sense, but I, I hope they make it It might have just gone right. too broadly. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully they, they either figure out a way to make it work and still ban the other the cheat devices or they might just have to roll it back to... Because uh, that's, yeah, that's a bummer. It's no good. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, speaking of Sony and their controller, well, they're they're removing something from uh, their PlayStations really really soon here. Uh, not not controller related, but uh, Twitter integration. You used to be able to share your clips directly to Twitter. Uh, well, Elon he he raised the prices quite a bit, and it seems like companies don't really want to pay that and uh companies that help twitter get big mm-hmm. companies that uh publish help publish content, content onto mm-hmm. twitter um no more yep yeah yeah uh so i, I mean I, I can't comment on the weird business ideas of, of the twitter executives but whatever uh so their integration to twitter slash x is now going away uh i think as of next week i believe yeah november 13th so you will no longer uh, be able to share to twitter directly from the ps5 ps4 share button 
yeah. wonder how Microsoft, much that was actually used. Microsoft, they said in the article that it was like t- over like 10,000 posts a day or something like that. Was it? Like, re- oh, wow. Yeah. So like there was quite a few of posts going up, you know, and Microsoft, this follows Microsoft. Microsoft already did the math and it would cost them like $40,000 a month to, to continue on. So they're, Sony's following in Microsoft's kind of footsteps here. Um, but again, I feel like it's like, number one, fire everybody that knows how to run Twitter. Number two, reduce and remove the ability for good content to go up there. Number th- <laughs> step three is what's next. Turn off the servers, right? Like on uh, no, step, step three is just a bunch of question marks. Step yeah. four is profit. Yeah. There you go. Profit. <laughs> as long as you can make it past step three. Yeah. <laughs> profit. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, speaking of not profiting, Epic game store is still bleeding cash. And, uh, this was after, a couple of years ago when they said in their court case with uh, Google and, and Apple that they planned on the Epic Game Store being net positive at revenue-wise in 2023. Well, 2023 is almost over, and uh, more information came out very recently in that ongoing um, court case, as it's been appealed several times. They're still not profitable on the Epic Game Store, and they continue to give out free games every week. Do you know why they're not profitable besides giving away free games every week? Because the store still kind of sucks, like the Mm -hmm. the app. It's definitely better. It's gotten better. It's better, but it's like bare bones better. Yeah, it's it's, still nothing compared to Steam. Yeah, it's slow. Um, There's really been no new features, significant features added uh, cloud saves are still hit and miss depending on the game. Uh, yep. they need to be it, at least up to the level of uh, GOG, and they're not. Yeah. GOG is still better. Right. Steam is, you know, obviously far and away better. Um, but uh, the other thing they invest into is exclusivity deals. There's several which games people hate. It's... Yeah, people hate those, but devs like those because yeah. it gives them more money to finish their game and. Epic's exclusivity deals are always, or at least up to now, I believe, have always been timed like a year or something before it goes I on other th- platforms. Though I think with Remedy, it might not be that way because it's like Epic published. Oh, well, if that's the case, then yeah, it might not yeah. ever go to Steam. I don't know. Like well, Alan Wake Remastered and Alan Wake 2 are Epic published games, so I I don't think they're going to Steam ever. No deal, yeah, right? Might like, not. No no deal to to allow them to release to other platforms. Yeah, it might not. But that's interesting too because Epic uh, investing in a company like Remedy for their games strikes me as a little odd since Remedy uses their own in-house engine. Which is better than Unreal Which, Engine, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, looks it looks better. It's not <laughs> as runs versi- better. It's not as versatile, but for what they're doing with it, it looks better and runs better than Unreal Engine. The Northlight engine is uh, mm, Chef's Amazing. kiss. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, well, there you go. Uh, maybe maybe next year, Epic. Maybe next year you can p- turn a profit on the Epic Game Store. Do you think um, their battle? Do you think their court battle with Apple and uh, and Google? Did they go to court with? With Google as well, they're yeah, in court yeah. with Google right, right now. Yeah, right now. Do you think and they're that arguing them? their case right now? Didn't yeah. they? Don't, do you think that wound? Like, I think both sides took wounds on that. I just think Apple was like, "We're huge. What are you gonna do?" 
I don't know. I, I think it, Epic wasted a lot of money doing that. And yeah, exactly. Most people have forgotten about the court case at this exactly. point. Unfortunately, Ex- yeah. Like the money they spent on that, like could have probably. I don't know. I guess. I guess the, it was the Champions Quest, right? Like it was. It like, was. Like it was like for the people, also for. Them, also but, for us. Well, that, yeah. that's how they're spinning it anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's how they're the spinning thing, it. Yeah. And the thing is, is unless the the only way that that would have been a win for Epic, like, is if it had been a resounding win yeah and in it the was court. very if they if they got warm yeah. if they got everything they wanted out of it then it would have been huge for them and people would remember it the forever. president right yeah but instead they only got some stuff changed and even then it all got appealed and so it just kind of like most court things faded out just fades away yep out of the public's uh business as you yeah it's not yep. exciting anymore yeah so it fades away and once the fate once the once the public interest goes away, it's kind of like now we'll silently crush you and strangle you. Yeah, exactly. You know? So we'll 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 do you in with appeals until you want to stop throwing money at it. Mm-hmm. Because because we can outlast you. Let's be Apple. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean. So. And I don't agree with them at all in this, mm-mm, but mm-mm. they could if they wanted to just keep appealing. Uh, let's see. Um, Owen, your story here about BlizzCon. Let's talk about how Blizz... all the cool stuff announced there. BlizzCon happened. Was, was there any cool stuff? I mean, th- no, oh. there was not. <laughs> I don't. I, not to me. I mean, they <laughs> talked about. So they they did give some stuff out. They or they did they did release some some trailers, some few upcoming stuff. Diablo 4's first expansion was announced so that's, we get that's one significant right? yeah that's, that's probably that's, the that's, only that's one that probably, i think had they put it at the very appeal. top they put it yeah they put it at the very top of the article because it's a it's a slow roll down past this this yep. headline right here so their new their new expansion is going to be going to be called vessel of hatred um yeah, that's how got, you feel about wheel of time mm-hmm. it is a vessel <laughs> no 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 oh and you are the vessel of hatred yeah you are oh. <laughs> against wheel of time yes <laughs> tv show Yes, the TV show, which is not basically not. It's like the wheel of Tim. Owen, you know, Owen. It's, it's just another. Knockoff. It's just another turn of the wheel. No, this is something that I, took I, place I, already. I, it will take no, place again. I refuse that logic. I tried that to get. I tried the multiverse logic, but it doesn't work. We're gonna call this the wheel of Tim because of the knockoff esque. You know, behold the wheel of the, Tim. The wheel of Team. What team. what Owen wants is like an hour episode of just. Uh, tugging at no. hair braids and no. oh, women no. staring at that. each other. No. There, was, there was some of that in the first book I come just on. finished, and I just, I don't come know how on. I'm going to do it later on when come, it gets worse. Come on. Oh, no, it, that, that does, that's throughout the whole series. Uh, uh, and that's that's, not, that's what Owen loves about that's it. That's not what I wanted. Uh, they, fundamentally, the they, they fundamentally changed some of the biggest points in the story. Oh no! <laughs> no, yeah, yeah I, I could do it better than Robert Jordan. I don't think they should have found the horn here. They should have found it here. Yeah, ah. that that was weird. There it's was stupid. Well, yeah. It was stupid. Got, Just call it what it is. It's dumb. Why? I got why? to the end why? of book one, and I was matter, like, Owen? "This is very different." <laughs> it matters, Jaren, because one <laughs> is what the author wrote, which is a good story, and the one is a is a really bad fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. technically, seems very subjective to me. Technically, <laughs> the last books written were fan fiction, written by yeah, Brandon Sanderson. No, they were not. If, if you want to no, get technical, no, technically <laughs> yeah. not. He wrote the story. He wrote. He gave all of the story, 
in shorthand to his wife and some other guy, and they. So you're saying Brandon, Brandon didn't didn't add anything of his own in there? What not as a fan? He even no, says he did. That. No, no, he he did. He no. he had his own story beats in there that he added himself. L- lies. No, it's asked, true. I asked That's him my, when I was. I asked him when I was in his him, house. Huh? Yeah, so okay. When I was oh, yeah. in well, his house, what, which I've been. Yeah, he was there. I took pictures of his wall and his bird. Did so, you see him? Not of him though. I heard him riding downstairs. Okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow. Okay. It was yeah. with a, it was with a quill. You could hear yeah. it very loudly. It was it's it was scratchy. It was it was him. Okay, my guy. And, <laughs> but and, I, I thought Robert Jordan wrote it, not. Brandon Sanderson. So he was just. Why, why does it matter? He's like a type editor, bro. He's a ghost writer. <laughs> okay. He's just. That's, he, that's always my favorite argument to make with anyone that's like, oh, well, this thing's just fan fiction based on the original material. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, anything that's ever had any continuation by the not the original author, you could count as fan fiction at that point. Like if, everything written about Spider-Man after Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, all fan fiction after that. Ah, true. <laughs> until it just becomes canon. Exactly. Until there's until, until there's so much until it. there's until there's so much that Disney goes, "Okay, no more. This is this is canon and this is canon. The rest is just baloney." <laughs> and somebody has to be the law, and if it's me, it's me. But that's I'm the law. Owen is the law. I'm the, I'm the law in this a vessel of, of hatred <laughs> that holds upholds the law. You just like oh. Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You know what? A vigilante that that takes no guff. <laughs> takes no guff. <laughs> anyway, BlizzCon. BlizzCon. Okay, let's go. Let's go back. Let's go back to the BlizzCon. So, three expansions of the World of Warcraft, the World Soul Saga, were announced. Uh, we got those. I don't. They, they've had the names here somewhere, but um, eh. anyway, I'm still uh, amazed every year when they announce more expansions for for World of Warcraft because I'm just like, people still play that. It's just yeah, this is All that. Right. This is that they got to push out more guess, content, yeah. right? If that's your jam, yes, games as a service. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they have World of Warcraft Classic is adding the Cataclys- Cataclysm expansion. I don't Which, know either of the games. This, so this whole world of warcraft classic thing is just mind-boggling to me so basically enough fans complained that world of warcraft had changed too much from what it was when it started that blizzard just says okay we'll do world of warcraft classic and just roll it back to the beginning and you can play everything over again with fresh coat of paint that reminds me of (laughs) and we'll keep the and we'll keep the other one going it's going to continue going at the same rate it was before with the changes we've implemented. Yeah. But we'll have this little sandbox of old stuff for you to yeah. play in, too. It's for the people that reject the progress. People that just want to have the people nostalgia. That, yeah, they don't like TV adaptations of their books. Exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's What's people wrong? like you that take away <laughs> fantasy shows from people like me, Owen. Huh. Bad ones, I guess. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> um so so <laughs> let's see overwatch 2 they get a new hero so did you is... just like hate watch it or something oh man like the yeah. entire season not absolutely going. not letting this I, go i absolutely did i thought so, well, I, no, why didn't you no, stop between between season one and two i was like no owen jaren's right this is another turning of the wheel this is a multiverse this is just a different but in season two what they did to matt 
and his ability and his Ashendari and all the things after that I was I loved Matt in season two I know because you're a bad person but but they changed it so fundamentally you need to let me get through this story without bring me back to that all right so uh overwatch 2 is getting maga so it's m-a-u-g-a he looks like maui from it's yeah he's their first samoan hero and i thought that's just a couple letters off of maui but anyway so they got maga uh hearthstone you guys ever play that no yeah well the next major expansion is showdown in the badlands i like the art style on this but i don't know that game either uh diablo the same as overwatch to me diablo style oh yeah yeah. that's pretty similar yeah that's yeah it is diablo tabletop rpg announced i don't play tabletop games very much they take too much mental focus and (laughs) the highlight was phil spencer making a surprise appearance that was the highlight i think so right right above or below um (laughs) diablo 4. i mean you you pick well it depends on how much you like phil spencer but he didn't like here's the thing is he didn't do anything he just showed up and it was basically like hey guys i'm your daddy now yeah exactly he just came to pee on the fire hydrant in the town to be (laughs) like i live here now you know marking his territory status Mm -hmm. it's great that's so hilarious. He just, he just said he just came out to talk about Blizzard and to be like, you know, we like Blizzard. Like, yeah, We're he excited. just came out. He just came out like, yeah, I'm the new guy. Throughout Blizzard's history, they've pioneered and refined so much across the gaming industry, and many of you today have been a part of that journey. So he's just, he's he's going to the crowd, it's the yep. Coliseum, stroking the ego. Mm-hmm. There, the Blizzard's ego. So he talked about Diablo, how it propelled the action RPG, StarCraft spawn the foundation of what esports is which is really true i really love yeah. have you ever watched uh starcraft esports uh, i got into it for just, a little bit i just watched one or two and i thought that's crazy and i did I that's exactly what i did it week. was a not it was a novelty for me but i was like man they are really into it oh yeah um but it, but it pushed that whole industry forward and then starcraft 2 was um games as a lot li- as live entertainment you know that pushed that forward games mm-hmm. to the service type of thing so anyway and World of Warcraft changed not only how people developed and supported games, but really introduced a much wider audience to the concept of online communities. So anyway, yeah, he came out and did his little jig and talked to the people. World of Warcraft is interesting too, in that it wasn't it wasn't the first MMORPG by any stretch. But for whatever right. reason, it just hit so hard. Well, there was and, a bunch of has ever... had so much lasting power. It's wild. Do you guys remember the competitor at the time uh, when they first launched EverQuest? Was yeah, one EverQuest, of them? and nobody you know, cares about EverQuest no, anymore. Mm-mm. No, they just, not for. I remember not that for a decade. very well. Thank yeah, you the very elf, much. the elf girl. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was hot elf yeah. girl. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. <clears throat> oh, and don't forget about Warcraft Rumble. Oh right, Warcraft Rumble. I don't even know what it sounds that is. like a mobile game to me. It is. It's a mobile it game is. out on iOS and Android. It's out now, right? You can go get it now. Yeah, it's out now. Yeah. So this is this seems I think like it's one kind that, of like a Clash Royale kind of a thing. This is one that we should make Lando re- review for his yeah. his mobile games. I think it's a good idea. He has an assignment now. There you go. All right, let's see. Um, oh, we only have two other stories to talk about, so we'll hit those real quick. Uh, do you guys remember the day before the game, the day before that was announced a while back and had a whole lot of press, whole lot of buzz? Uh, nope. nope. 
<laughs> I don't so, remember that. I don't remember a thing about it. it looks scary. It's uh, it's it's uh, what would you call it? Kind of like a mashup between the division and um, Resident Evil, I guess. Yeah. So okay. um, zombie zombie yeah, thriller. kind of kind of uh, yeah. und, undead zombie stuff. Too. But uh, it takes place in a, in a huge open world that you can play co-op with uh, with your friends. And it got massively hyped. And then they started releasing gameplay footage, and it got massively dumped on. <laughs> yeah, all the cinematic stuff made that hype train just cruise along. But then when they actually showed gameplay, people were like, uh... And then they started delaying things, and they started uh, basically throwing up all these red flags that made people start to wonder, does this game actually even exist? Or is this just some just grifters a, right. trying to uh, drum up business for a piece of junk? Why does and, it have the uh, same font and style of The Last of Us? Yeah, exactly. That's, exactly. Yeah. Those were some of the things that were part of the red flags that were started like to left for dead. get noticed. Uh, no, I don't. not really anyway. With from multiplayer? The, kind yeah. of. But a lot uh, larger scope than Left 4 yeah, Dead, supposedly. Right. But anyway, um, so they promised, you know, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series versions, um, all kinds of stuff. P, you know, obviously PC, Steam, stuff like that. And, uh, well, they kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And now they have put the console versions on a hiatus indefinitely. And uh, they wow. say they'll be launching early access on Steam in. Uh, they built in a caveat December. there. Did they? They built in a caveat to that comment. They're like, "But this is our first huge game, so there yeah. might be unforeseen circumstances." Yeah, basically saying we might delay it again. Right. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's uh, check the ar article out this IGN article, it's pretty interesting. Um, and they had a bunch of, uh, what you call it, people got all riled up when they found out that uh, they've been using what they call volunteers. And it's basically unpaid labor, unpaid development labor. <laughs> oh. And the way they're, the That's way, way they're, uh, say it. yeah, exactly. The way that they're rewarding them is the, uh, the volunteers get to play the game early. <laughs> they oh, get special man. closed beta access. It's like, wow. gee, thanks. Yeah. Well, you need to play the game early if you're QA testing for them. For I free. know, that's that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all they've done is basically make them QA testers. Yeah. So this company, Fantastic, it's the word fantastic without the first A, Fantastic. Right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I would shy away from this for sure. It's got all the red flags of uh, overhyped, um, Overpromised, yeah. Overpromised, sure. you know, kind of thing. And uh, it doesn't seem like they're doing anything to try and slow the hype train. In fact, it seems like they're trying to build it even further, even when right. they're also showing stuff that is like, so. The old pump and dump. Yep. And then Jaren has an article here about one of the greatest games of all time, Mass Happy. Effect. Happy N7 day, everybody. Yeah. Now, what November exactly? November 7th. Is... Oh, N7. okay. I get it. Get it? Get it? Yep, I do. Uh, on this very special N7 day, they have released a teaser for the next Mass Effect game. 
Um, it's a 30-second clip of uh, somebody walking. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, apparently, it's the return of Liara. Oh, Liara Tassani. Okay. It's been so long that I can't, since I played She's, it, I can't really remember who's who. Yeah, she was uh, the blue lady in yeah, the first yeah. three games. Blue lady. Blue with lady. the tentacle hair. Um. Anyway, it's supposedly going to take place after Andromeda, and it's going to integrate the original trilogy and Andromeda into one great story. There is a... Um, Interesting. In the teaser poster art for it, if you zoom in on it, you can see Geth in it okay. with clothes on. Oh, um, that's cool. Means they're becoming yeah. more human, more, more and, human-like. Um, apparently sightings of Angora. I don't remember who that is. Um, Ugh, I don't remember that either. But oh, they're native to Andromeda. I never played Andromeda. That's, that's oh, okay. Um, but anyway, I people did, are thinking it remember. takes place in the Milky Way galaxy. Hmm. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm kind of excited if they can make a new Mass Effect game that's that captures the amazingness of the first trilogy. I'd be in. It's. Interesting, too, that they're going to try to tie Andromeda and the first trilogy together because if I remember correctly, the, the time span between the end of the third one and Andromeda, I'd have to look it up to be sure, but I think it's a couple hundred years. Dude, so, writing. They can fix it with writing. Well, today. I mean, you can, the Liara Tassani being there makes sense because they live a super long time compared to humans. So, so that's not that weird. But if they tried to incorporate like Commander Shepard back in there? Be like, wait, how's cryopods. he still alive? He's, cryopods, he's, dude. He's 300 years old. That <laughs> could be cryopod. That's a good yeah. point. So. I hope they don't get overly ambitious and try to be like a uh, Starfield or Star Citizen type of deal where they like, oh, yeah. five million planets, put, come visit. Yeah. No, just give us couple dozen awesome ones that's all we yeah because like the, the original mass effect games they were like 30 40 hour games so they weren't terribly long by today's standards right by rpg standards yeah yeah so if it's like a more focused experience with an awesome story ooh, yeah i'd be in yep that sounds great all right i think that wraps it up next week expect a full review of spider-man 2 i should be done by then i think i'm uh, approaching the end, and let me tell you, it is quite a ride. I am excited to share my thoughts on that one next week. Spoiler alert, they're good thoughts. Um, oh, but until then, tune in. yeah, no, the, you got to find out the details. Let's have a big shout out to our awesome Patreon backers, patreon.com slash gadget spot, and uh, get you access to a couple of neat features like the in between and our channel on our Discord. Has a channel for Gadget Spot Patreon members and you know good stuff like that. As well as if you donate six dollars a month or more, you get a shout out on the air, which Jaron has for us right now. Big shout out to David Roshinsky, Connor Keysaw, and Wuffa Baltoni. Thank you, thank you. Upscale Triantula, Andy Bird, be the eight-year-old, Travis Johnson. Check out the new Baldur's Gate three custom text stickers at Pyman Graphics on Etsy. Jeremy, No Name, No Color, Keslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz, Nathan Motzkus, Matt Nelson. Y'all should check out Hendrix Craftsman on Insta and TikTok. Me, Speechless Like a Japanese Video Game, dot, dot, dot. Josh D., Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe, There's No Place Like G28, X0, Y0, Z0. 
Ryan M. and Adam Hacks. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. And until next week, Owen, take us out. Hey, we hope you care.